Magandang araw po, people of the world. Welcome sa episode 9 ng Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Ang sabi ko po, people of the world, dahil I have good news that we have really gotten some traction. We're getting more listeners from all over the world. Yung aki pong mga classmates sa Canada, sa New Zealand, even from Egypt, my former co-workers from the Philippines, and from um, Manila, and uh, all over the world, Italy, and Hong Kong. Maraming salamat po sa mga listeners. Please continue to spread the word. At ang importante po, please sign up for a subscription at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. All we need is your first name, last name, telephone number, and email address. Yun po at as soon as the podcast is released, it's automatically going to go to your email address. Salamat po. So we will continue with our theme about mental health. And um, bago po tayo magsimula doon, gusto ko pong uh, i-announce na sa January 28th, meron pong webinar on ghost kitchens. It's $39, and you can find the details at Georgia S- you, I'm sorry, georgiasbdc.org slash training. Yun po ang ating announcement. Ngayon, bago, po ko, bago ko po tawagin ang ating guest podcaster, gusto ko pong banggitin ang dalawang Filipino pride na uh, I recently read about. Number one, si Eugene Torre. He made history by being the first Filipino and Asian to reach Grandmaster status and now the first Filipino and Asian to be inducted into the World Chess Hall of Fame by the World, Cla- World Chess Federation. Now, a lot of the youngsters don't know him, but I, I know I remember when I was in high school, Eugene Torre was, was the big guy in chess at Pilipinas. In po. Ang pangalawa po, a lot of people don't know this, and some of the millennials are like asking questions why he's not being mentioned anywhere. But I want to highlight Daniel Angelo Roque, also known as Chino Roque, and he's from Makati, Philippines. He was one of the 23 space cadets and the only Filipino selected by the Ax Apollo Space Academy in 2013 to fly to space. The sub Orbital space flight was scheduled to be completed in 2014 or 2015, but the flight has yet to be completed. So we'll keep you posted po kung merong development ang flight na yan. So before I ask for our uh, podcaster to come on board, I want to mention 10 Filipino traditions we hardly perform anymore. Pero um, in the interest of time, I'm just going to mention three for now and we will continue that as a series for the next um, episodes. Ang una po, kasi napakayaman po natin sa history at traditional traits na this is due because of our mixed cultures and because of our colonizers. As you know, we have been colonized by Spain for 400 plus years and then we were under the American rule for 45 years. So when globalization took over our colonial past, these traditions are slowly fading away. But it is important to mention them dahil gusto po natin matuto yung ating mga kabataan na alam nila na ito yung mga old traditions natin noon. So number one po, yung tinatawag na tabi-tabi. Tabi-tabi po, 
or in Ilocano, bari-bari. And you know, when we were growing up, um, the way you say that is bari-bari. <laughs> we were taught to say that when you uh, we are passing by a huge tree or an anthill or a mound or even just passing through a dark alley. And the reason for that is parang nagbibigay ka ng galang sa mga espirito. Um, katulad ng uh, kung, kung dumadaan ka, okay, nag, nag, nagbabatok, uh, you're throwing water from the kitchen, tapos nasa dark uh, back, backyard with a huge tree. Kailangan magsabi ka ng tabi-tabi po or uh, bari-bari. Um, the reason is, it was believed that if you don't do that and you hit the, sp- the uh, unseen spirits, you're going to get sick. Um, you're going to uh, get cursed. Magsusukasuka ka. <laughs> they even say you urinate black bile. You spit out insects or you're sp- you're, you start swelling or you get into so much pain. So, alam ko, superstitious, superstition po yun, pero we did do that growing up. Number two is what they call paaso or pausok. And this is more prevalent sa Visayas and Mindanao. And this is a ritual of burning sweet-smelling herbs or incense to appease the spirits. Meron po, pag may, kung merong, may sakit sa bahay, mer- nandiyan ka nagpapausok sila sa, uh, by the tree. Uh, meron pa nga tinatawag nilang atang, as in you offer food to the spirits. And when you do this, when people do this in the cemetery, um, people who pass by the smoke and they sometimes use grass para may usok, mas maraming usok. Pag dinaanan mo daw yung usok, then you have kind of uh, nalilinisan na yung mga espiritong kumapit sa'yo. So nawawala na, hindi na sumasama sa bahay nyo. So that's number two. And number three, this, this is what everybody knows too. It's still very popular. It's called the bayanihan. And that's where the bayanihan spirit com- comes from. And this is the act of the whole neighborhood getting together and helping to move the house to the new location. Now, may background story po yan. Ang background yan is in the past when, when land titles were not a thing, people simply built a hut on a small piece of land that they either farmed the land or went to town to work while their wives stayed at home. Ngayon, pag lumipat sila, they simply took their whole house with them and since it was mainly made with light materials like bamboo and palm, nakikita yung mga pictures, di ba, sa mga Philippine cards na buong barangay, um, binibitbit yung, yung bahay, nililipat kung saan sila lilipat. So those are the interesting uh, facts. And watch out for uh, three, four, and five in our next episode because I'm going to uh, talk about all ten of them. Ngayon po, um, magbabalik po ako in... Uh, Salamat po sa inyong pagbabalik, mga kababayan. Ngayon po, I am so excited to introduce to you ang ating guest podcaster. Ang pangalan niya po, Mary Tony Colina Asai, and she is the owner of Colina Portraits. And I can certainly tell you that she does a fantastic job with only with not only these portraits, but weaving this business with empowering women. And this is especially very important during this um, current COVID posture that we have. So I will have her explain this in a more articulate way. So welcome, Tony. Hi, Ms. Jane. Thank you for having me. 
So tell us about yourself for those people who don't know you personally. Oh, definitely. Thank you. So um, I have to make a disclaimer a little bit with my voice. <laughs> I'm in a, um, a little bit of a coughing situation this past few days. But anyway, um, I hope you can understand me. But yes. my name is Tony. Um, I'm born and raised in the Philippines. Pure, I'm a pure, pure Filipina, and I came to the United States in 2009. I am a mother of two girls. I have an 18 and a nine years old, and I am 39. And I own a photography company called Kalina Portraits. And I photograph families for a while until I switched my focus last year to the amazing beauty portraits for everyday women with emphasis on personal branding. So I've been a photographer for nine years now. And I'm also growing my other business on the side as a licensed life and health agent in the state of Georgia and Virginia. So besides entrepreneurship and family life, I am also currently taking marriage and family studies in Brigham Young University online. So I'm trying to get my bachelor's degree for that. I'm passionate about human growth and development and a big advocate for the growth mindset. So with the future profession that I will have in this from this degree, I will have about um, um, it is my desire to help the Filipino community build a more healthy relationship with self, family, friends, and associates. I also aspire to help interracial families in their relationships, especially in the Filipino and American marriage. I believe that good relationship is the foundation of joy and happiness. And a lot of bad and stressful relationships comes from lack of education and lack of understanding. That's great, Tony. Now, do you think relationships affect our mental health? Oh, of course, big time. Loneliness can kill. If not, it can make a person sick. Why? We um, humans are social animals. We have the need to connect and to belong, to care, and to be cared for. Those are just basic needs. And if they aren't met, it's going to affect many aspects of our life, mostly our mental and emotional development. So if bad relationships can bring us down and destroy us if left unhealed, great relationships can empower us, build us up, and help us achieve our greatest potential. So why did you decide to focus on beauty portrait? I um, remember when I, we first met a couple, uh, or I think it was the second time that we uh, conversed, mm -hmm. you were talking about the portraits. Um, you, you have a project about empowering women. So mm -hmm. tell, us, tell us why you decided to focus on beauty portrait. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I had this vision a long time ago that I want to work with women to help empower them, like you said, and make them feel good about themselves. Uh, this was realized when the Amazing Beauty Portrait Experience for Everyday Women was born, which was created to uplift, validate, empower, showcase, and celebrate everyday women from all walks of life. So our mission is to document the best time of a woman's life or help boost her self-image and confidence through the experience and promote self-acceptance and self-love 
through beauty portraits that exude inner beauty and inner strength and showcase their, their personal brand. So I don't work with models and seldom with younger women, but I have a project, like you said, that's going on right now, focusing on women above 40. It is called the 40 Over 40 Project. So the idea is to photograph women who are 40 years old and above. So 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, <laughs> whoever is 40 years old and above. You know, because this in this demographic, you find women who have gone through so much in life. They are strong, independent, confident, and with so much wisdom through experiences. Yet they are the ones that are mostly unseen and unrecognized. And they're also the ones that sometimes they feel less beautiful because they're older, you know. So I want to promote these women and encourage them to shine their light to the world because their influence is needed. The world needs their inner beauty now, not tomorrow, not later, but now. So I also have another project, which is like a sequel to the 40 Over 40 project. So this one is for the Asian American women. It is called the Unstoppable Asian American Women Project. Um, this project is taken from my own experience when I was new here in the United States, and is inspired by Asian Amer by Asian women, Asian American women, who are living here uh, in the United States, living their dreams, and uh, because they are fearless and unstoppable, I created this. Uh, project to tell my fellow Asian American women's story and journey of hard work, determination, tenacity, and grit to inspire fellow Asian women in the United States who feel stuck, who feel like they don't belong, you know, they, like they don't belong here in this country, or who feel powerless. Yep. Who feel Excuse me, may, may I interrupt you for a little yes. bit? Yeah, this is yes. such a very admirable project. Uh, when we were talking about women over 40, over 50, um, hint, hint, I'm over 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, also, the more important part is the, the unstoppable Asian American women's story. That's yeah. a very noble um, project that you're doing. So uh, go, go, go ahead, and um, before I interrupted you were about to say when you got here in the united states yeah yeah for yeah definitely because you know women we, there are a lot of women who fear who feel fearful in this unfamiliar place and to show them that you know i want to show them that they can do it and make it too so that's because when i got here in the united states i literally felt small lost and 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 like an outcast you know i didn't think i could be anything it took me so many years to build my confidence. And shout out to all who touched my life in a positive way that encouraged me through the challenges. I didn't want to give up. And, you know, the harder our society is making it for an Asian woman like me to build and grow a business here in the United States, the more determined I am to succeed. Because, really, this may not be our country, but we live here now. This is our country now. And God gave us the opportunity to live in his chosen land. And that gives us the equal right to fulfill our dreams, just like everybody else, regardless of the way we look. You know, there's so many of us trying. We just need to support each other. And we have to really honor our fellow Asians 
or fellow Filipinos in, in their hard work and support their businesses. You know, racial discrimination is real here in America, and we don't want to dwell on that. But some people fight nasty for their rights. But I believe that we as Filipinos and Asians should fight for our rights by using our talents, our skills, and excel in what we do and make great relationships with one another regardless of who they are and what they look like. You know, people will naturally gravitate and admire and love people who honor their journeys and work hard to achieve their dreams with integrity because we all want that. It is inspiring. You know, it brings positivity and hope in our lives. It unites people rather than divide. And it shows others that it's possible to reach their dreams too. You know, well, there are people who get jealous and want to try and destroy those who try to climb up the mountain. But honestly, don't pay them attention. Don't pay them any attention because they're just projecting their own fears and insecurity on those who are doing their thing. But eventually, those type of people usually get tired and they come around and they look up to you and follow your lead. You know, they will start realizing that all they really need is to stop fearing and get on their path to and discover themselves, chase their dreams, and live their purpose. That's, that's right. That's I think what it, I believe at least. That's, <laughs> what, that's, that's a lot of um, really um, profound information and, and um, that, that you have provided. So uh, tell me, before I let you go, I tell me how does this beauty portrait experience contribute to a woman's mental health? How does it help? Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot in positive ways. You know, the stigma around, excuse me, um, the stigma around a photo shoot or portrait sessions is that if we post beautiful portraits of us, it's like showing off or being conceited or being narcissistic. But really, this session is far from being self-centered. This session is not really about the dress-up and makeup, but this experience is unique than most photo shoots. And it will give you a positive experience to discover yourself, connect with yourself, and befriend yourself. You know, a lot of us women reject ourselves. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I don't look good. You know, those excuses I hear usually comes from, I am not good enough. It usually has a lot to do with the fact that we are not fully accepting ourselves with all the beautiful features and not so beautiful features that we have. You know, it's usually because we don't love ourselves so much. We fear that we might see something we don't like in those pictures. You know, so when our subconscious dwells in that narrative of not good enough, when I look better, yada, 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 you know, we will, you know, we will always have an undercurrent feeling of insecurity. So in other words, it really helps with the self-confidence of women, especially during these pandemic times, um, if I if I understand what you're saying correctly. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. During the pandemic time, it, because, you know, pandemic has brought us so much um, um, emotional sadness, but it's also good for any time. Um, a lot of the women who did sessions with me during this time, because even during the pandemic, um, I still get women who do sessions with me. It actually helps them, you know, build build themselves up 
and they they were more empowered during this time. Very good. Now, at this point, I would like to invite our listeners to um, join your project. So tell me oh, your contact information, an email address or a f- telephone co- um, number where they can get in touch with you to join the project. Yes, definitely. Um, well, they can always visit colinaportraits.com. Um, and they can also go to, you can, they can also reach me at my business number, 470-231-8664. And they can also visit, um, uh, they can also email me in colinaportraits at gmail.com. Colinaportraits at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. All right, um, Tony, I really appreciate you coming on board and um, wish you good luck. And again, congratulations for these wonderful products, projects. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very inspiring and um, that's helping a lot of uh, women there, uh, including Filipinos and Asian women. And I hope to see some of the portraits and magazines soon. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, you're welcome. Sana po mga kababayan ay uh, nag-enjoy kayo sa episode ng Colina Portrait. It's a very noble um, undertaking dahil marami po sa atin, especially during this time na nagkakaroon ng mental issues and depression and anxiety and all that because of the pandemic Ngayon po sa aking um, public service announcements, um, the series of still a continuation of the series of the month on um, mental health. So the Asian heat propagated by the coronavirus has had and continue to have a severe impact on the Asian community's mental health. Asians have experienced discrimination, harassment, and violence. For example, meron pong study na nag, um, ang result has found of those who have had experienced discrimination, 42% po eh, may anxiety symptoms, 30% had depression symptoms, and 39% had symptoms of traumatic stress. Yun po ang dahilan kung bakit we chose to highlight mental health in this issue in our podcast and succeeding um, issues dahil um, we want to experiment ex- to expect to hear more from us about this topic um, because it is very critical to our communities to have access to appropriate mental health resources. Yun po ang ating goal para makatulong sa ating mga kapwa. So I want to inform you that we have already lined up guests who are experts on this topic and have also gathered a few resources to pass on to you for your use. Now, and I have lined up, like, I have 17 resources po, pero in the interest of time, tatlo ang ibibigay ko ngayon para bumalik po kayo next time, and I'll give you the rest of the resources, okay? So, in first po, the Asian American Psychological Association, which is AAPA, they focus on using research, education, policy, and professional practice to advance the mental health and well-being of Asian American communities. So you can find them at www.aapaonline.org. Yung pong isang resource. Pangalawa po, the Asian Mental Health Collective, they focus on the stigmatizing mental health within the Asian communities. Kasi yung po yung sinasabi ko noon that we have a tendency to sweep it under the rug because we feel that it's not appropriate to talk about mental health, but it certainly is, because we need help. Um, 
So um, um, Asian Mental Health Collective provides the therapist directory. Mayroon po silang directories na maibibigay kung saan, saan kayo makakahanap ng uh, pwedeng, pwedeng puntahan para humingi ng tulong. And their site is www.asianmhc.org. Again, I repeat that. www.asianmhc.org. At ang last po, the National Asian American Pacific Islander Mental Health Association. Sila po is a resource provider for mental health services for Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, and Native Hawaiians. And ang kanilang website po is www.naapimha.org. So abangan po sa susunod na kabanata for additional resources on mental health. Ngayon po naman, bago ako magpaalam, I want to tell you a joke for the day. Ito po yung comparison ng weddings between the U.S. and, and the Filipino weddings. So, sa, uh, the number of invitations in American wedding, 100. Sa Philippine weddings, 100. Right? So, ang attendance sa American wedding, 70. Sa Pilip- Philippine wedding, 252. <laughs> So, yung gifts naman, in an American wedding, out of the 70 attendees, they ha- you receive 70 gifts. Now, sa so Philippine wedding, out of the 252 guests, you receive 12 <laughs> gifts. <laughs> And this is the funniest part. Missing items. In the American wedding, zero. No missing items. <laughs> in the Philippine weddings, isang dosen ng plato, <laughs> sampung tinidor, <laughs> 15 baso, tatlong silya, 20 nalyanera, <laughs> isang chinelas, yung kaliwa. <laughs> so in English, for those who didn't understand that, missing items are 12 plates, 10 forks, 3 chairs, 12 uh in English is uh, like walk, and a pair of slippers, just the left side. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And I hope you had a laugh um, about that too. So before I go... I would like to give you um, an inspiring quote. And it says, What I know for sure is that every sunrise is like a new page, a chance to write ourselves and receive each day in all its glory. Each day is a wonder. And this is by Oprah Winfrey. In this light tonight, before you go to sleep, Think of something that makes you smile. There is always something, no matter how bad your day may have been. You will sleep better, you will feel better once you wake up, and you will greet your new day with a positive mind. Take charge of your happiness. Galing po sa minions yun. Sa ngayon po, panahon na naman para magpaalam. Tandaan po ninyo na mag-sign up for subscription at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. Please send in your first name, last name, telephone number, and email addresses. And we will automatically send you the podcast as soon as we it is released. Hanggang sa muli po, paalam muna sa ngayon. Sariling atin lahat.